Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. We continue to roll on here on Maddie and the Caddy, a guest in the golf world each and every week as we get through this new normal in sports alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. We are doing this via technology, uh, Skype, phone calls. Uh, today's guest, we are looking forward to Webb Simpson, uh, major champion, players champion, and a really, really funny guy. Uh, when it comes down to just having a, just a, a normal conversation with one of the better players on tour. And I'll tell you this about Webb Simpson. There are two name. If you ask any player on the PGA tour for the, uh, give me a name of a player who has never been negative, who is only ever positive. And I have never heard a, negative words spoken about another human being out of this one player, you'll get two names. And that one of the names that is always there is Webb. He is the most positive, likable, real. That's, you know, everyone talks about some people are, oh, they're positive, but it ain't. It's not real. It's not them all the time. Webb is honestly the most positive, real positive, down-to-earth person. I have one of two people in the golf world that I can say is like that. It's Webb and, and Aaron Badley. Those two are the two of the nicest, real, down-to-earth people on tour, especially right, well, for the success that they've had. So let, let, Let's have a shot of, of positivity here with Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson joining Maddie and Caddy this morning is uh, we were we were talking uh, before we came on air here about how this should be the week where we get ready to descend upon Augusta National. So Webb, I guess first out of the gate, uh, thank you for making time for us. How are you spending this unique time? Yeah, you got it. Glad to come on and, and hang with you guys. Um, you know, I would say. From a, a typical off week, my weeks right now aren't that different besides the whole virtual learning and, and you know, school from home. So our, our household, we're doing school basically right after breakfast till lunch. We knock it out. And then the afternoons are kind of like they are on an off week. You know, we're hanging as a family. I'm working out. Um, Quell Hollow, my home club, they're open right now for not for practice, but just for play. So I'm, I'm still getting in golf. And so honestly, it's not a ton different. You know, besides all the other differences that we're, you know, we're not going to restaurants and all that, obviously, but it's, it feels like a very long, slow paced off season right now. When did you realize that, had that moment when you were, you were homeschooling your kids that your kids are actually smarter than you? <laughs> well, it happens all the time. I mean, my son, <laughs> I don't know how to check delivery date on Amazon on the app, but he's nine and he, he can check it real fast. I didn't even know that was on the app. And so they're, you know, they're getting to, he's getting to that point with math where like long division, I'm out. I told him I can help with addition and multiplication and subtraction, but long division, I'm going to the calculator. So uh, they're very smart, man. I want to ask, you said, um, Quail Hollow's open. Are y'all riding in golf carts or walking and how's it work? I feel like besides golf tournaments on tour, I'm allergic to walking. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking a, I'm taking a cart. You know, they got plenty of carts for a small membership, so everybody takes their own cart. I've got my own cart at my house, 
and the other Quahala members aren't supposed to know this, but it's faster than theirs. So hopefully none of them are listening <laughs> to this right now. But my car goes, it goes 20 on a good day. Oh, see, that's moving. I can play nine holes in 35 minutes. Oh, that's the dream. What? Yes. I, 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 t- I timed it one day. I said, all right, I'm going to go through my normal routine on each shot and every putt and all that. Take the flag out. This was before I can't touch the flag for coronavirus. And I played in 35 minutes. <laughs> that is incredible. So, it's fun. So, so what you're saying is with carts, slow play would not be an issue on the PGA Tour if you could get through crowds, which now there wouldn't be any crowds anyway. So potentially – we could do golf carts and tournaments could oh, be over sure. in like two and a half hours. <laughs> but see, I feel like I feel like the PGA Tour players as a whole, and I'm guilty of this, so I'm gonna put myself with everybody else that like we complain. And so here's what would happen, Mikey, is we would get in carts and we would play. Guys would play too fast, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> it would go from players play too slow to man, it's too fast. I'm feeling rushed out here. <laughs> right, so, like that guy on a Saturday at the club. You're like they're playing up our butts all day. Like we can't yeah. get off. Yeah, there'd be groups waving other groups through, and it'd be a whole new mess. <laughs> Who would be the first to complain about fast play? First to complain about fast play. Well, I don't know individually, but it'd be that first group every day. That'd be the worst group to get in because you would feel the pressure. They already feel a little pressure to like set the pace, but yeah, you, know, you got the whole. You, it's a little more intimidating to look back and see three carts in the fairway than a few guys walking. <laughs> and all of them standing with hands on hips looking at you, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just feel, you feel the heat from them, like, what are you doing? Hurry up. So there was a, a report last night uh, from Golf Digest that perhaps the Open Championship was not going to go on as played, and then that was later disputed, that they haven't made – the RNA has not made their decision yet as to whether it's going to get played this July – Webb, I'm just curious, what's your mindset right now as it relates to tournaments, let's call it from end of May moving forward? Yeah, so one thing I've learned through this coronavirus is don't get your mind set on anything because it's always changing. And so I think mentally, my approach at home has been I want to stay in good shape. I want to stay sharp, you know, mentally, and I want to as long as the golf courses are open, at least keep swinging a golf club because I just want to be ready when we come back. But date-wise, I mean, I think it's fair to say, gathering all the info and kind of reading between the lines, that I think it would be a miracle if we went, if we went back June 1. I think it's more likely we're going to go back July or August 1. I think August 1 is a, is a fair date to say we're probably going back then, and I think it's up in the air between June and July. I know, I know the, I've talked to Jay Monahan a number of times and I know they're talking with the governing bodies every day and they're, they're trying to, you know, as you guys know, it's such a, it affects so many people. It's not just players being ready to play. It's, it's sponsors, it's fans, it's TV. It's, there's so many moving parts. So I think their work is, is, um, I mean, I respect how, how hard this decision is going to be when we do go back because the PJ Tour is filled with faithful sponsors, but given the economic situation, I know companies and our sponsors are hurting right now. So, man, I think everybody, if everybody just takes a deep breath, you know, gives these companies some grace and PJ Tour some time that, you know, hopefully we'll, I, I really hope to be playing golf this summer. I think we're all going to be excited to get back and compete. 
What have the conversations been between you and some of the other players about this downtime and how it's affected everything that you guys know? I mean, I've talked to a few guys. You know, one of my best friends is Bubba Watson, and it seems like guys are enjoying being with their families because we're always on the move. And so for now, we get a chance to slow down, and there's actually not this kind of guilt in our conscience that we're not practicing or playing because there's nothing to get ready for right now. And so I think guys are actually fully enjoying being off. I mean, I think it's hard because you want to be sensitive. People around the world are dying every day and people in my city in Charlotte are dying. And so, you know, I, I say that like this downtime and being with family is a positive, but you also know that it's, it's a really sad time too, that people are getting this disease and dying. So it's kind of a weird place to be in, I think. Was there ever a time when we left the players championship that you were nervous? Cause I kept thinking to myself, how does no one now looking back, I think to myself, how is it that no one that we're all close to player, caddy, wife, how is it that no one so far that we know has tested positive for this? Yeah. I, I think it's a little wild. Um, I, like our little girl right now, she's 16 months old and she's been having, she's had a really bad cold. And so when we did take her to the pediatrician, she was running a little fever. They said they can't even get a test right now to test her. And so honestly, I think maybe more people have it than we realize they just can't be tested for it. And you know, mm. from, what I, from what I've read, roughly 50% of people who get it are asymptomatic based on a couple, couple different tests. So yeah, so I mean, I, I'm waiting to hear. I, I'm sure a few guys are going to have it and test positive, but it seems like there's just a lack of tests right now. And even if you think you might have it, you know, you can't really get tested. I want to get back to some golf stuff because we're we're going to try and stay while being informative to everybody. We're going to try and stay as as lighthearted as possible. You gotta yeah. you gotta help you gotta help me and Maddie with this argument that we're here. Having. We go now. Yeah. Make sure. Make sure you pose the question correctly this time. All right. So we've asked so far since this argument started, we've asked every one of our guests this question. You have two choices, okay? Your choices are play the Masters with no patrons whatsoever or don't play it at all. That is no question for me, bud. I'm playing that Masters. Thank you. No question. (laughs) Any Any chance to walk around the Amen Corner? I mean, hey, if they open it up right now and they let me take a walk around there by myself with no clubs, I'd do it. <laughs> so, wait, 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 Webb, let's break this down for a minute so I get you over to my side. So you're telling me that you would rather play the tournament next week with zero patrons, zero roars at Augusta than not, not play it, not play it at all? I would because I've heard those sounds in my head since I was a kid. And so when I make a putt on 13, I, I would hear a loud roar, you know, internally. And, you know, I, I would even wave to the crowd, the imaginary crowd. <laughs> See? And, well, here's here's my argument as well. You growing up as a kid, playing high school, playing college at Wake, how many times as a golfer growing up have you played in tournaments where there hasn't been a crowd anyway. So it's not like you're not experienced at doing that. It just maybe has been a little while. But would it really take away from the pressure of trying to win a tournament, whether or not there's spectators there? 
No, I don't think so. And honestly, in a weird way, I, I feel like I play better with a, with a large crowd. And I think it, it's, it's not because like the crowd brings uh, pressure, but I feel like the, like whenever I play with Tiger, I love playing with Tiger or Phil because I feel like my focus is better. And some of my better rounds have been with those two guys because there's so much going on out there. So many people, so many noises that it, it helps me to focus a little harder and I've played well. And so I think the same goes with the crowd. Like waste management is the hardest place to just kind of zero in. But I love it because I, I feel like it, it gets me into my own little world a little easier than, I mean, don't get me wrong. I played a couple of years on tour playing poorly finishing 50th and not many people are out there and you don't feel any adrenaline <laughs> yeah and so my, my swing speed goes up when there's more people that's for sure mm. well you know a lot of guys with with equipment in golf it's so big nowadays and people are always tinkering with it and figuring out what they like and don't like but you're one of the rare exceptions that's been a lifer uh with titleist why um i i, I grew up playing the golf ball and I got my first set of Titleist irons when I was 16. And so I, I've been used to it my whole life, but I believe it's the best stuff. I've, I've, I've hit other stuff in college, tested other stuff. I hit a, you know, a couple other different golf balls in college. But at the end of the day, for me, it comes down to when I'm on 17 at Sawgrass or 12 at Augusta, some of these hard par threes, and there's wind blowing, there's small greens, there's trouble up there by the green. I want to be able to stand over my ball and know that it's going to do what I, I know it will do instead of guessing. And I know there's equipment out there where players are somewhat unsure what it's going to do. But for me, I never have that problem. And, you know, that's why I've played it my whole career as a pro. See, this is – I love that you said that because I remember when a couple of big-name players decided to change equipment. And yeah. I came out and said – Listen, quite honestly, you can play whatever clubs you want to, but if you change golf ball companies, it's yeah. going to be a problem and it's going to take a while to adjust to a new golf ball for exactly the reason that you're saying. Try to explain people and people, I got attacked. Try to explain to people why yeah. there is, there can be such a difference in golf balls yeah from manufacturer to manufacturer absolutely so i mean one example is let's we're pros so we flush it most of the time in the middle of the club face but let's say you know a few times around we're going to hit it a little thin which makes the ball spin a little more and not travel as far well certain balls on miss hits fly the same every time on miss hits as other miss hits now you, you change companies you get a different golf ball one miss hit might fly three yards further or three yards shorter. It just depends on the company. And Mikey, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, there's, there's been, I could name them right now, but I'm not going to single them out. There's been guys who play a certain golf ball their entire career and they switch companies for a bigger contract mm -hmm. and they're forced to switch balls. And you know what? Six months later, they're back into their old ball. They're breaking contract because they could, they couldn't get used to it in six months. And so, I mean, I, here's – I know I'm a Titleist ambassador, but here's the truth. When Nike got out of golf and they decided to just, you know – like they, they got out of the golf equipment. Yep. And now their players could choose whatever 
equipment they wanted to play. Look at the golf ball count with titles, how it went up. That mm. they flock, they flock to the Titleist golf ball. Um, and I mean, I'm not saying there's not other good balls out there, but that's a testament to how good it is knowing a player can choose whatever they're going to play, and, and not all of them, but most of them chose to go back to Titleist ball. Uh, it, it's that good. It's funny you said that too, because when Titleist was making the golf ball, I talked to their lead designer and Nike. yeah, Nike's lead golf ball designer in R and D, and they went through nine prototypes just because of sound so that's the funny thing like like you said it best is that if if i swing one way and the and it feels perfect and yet the ball doesn't react like i'm used to it reacting then that affects confidence and confidence then affects everything else and without confidence where are you on the pro tour so i don't know exactly i mean uh, we're we're dealing with so much in, in a given week, in a given round, in a given shot. And the last thing that I want to worry about, like I said, standing over a golf ball is which, which shot is coming out. Like which, like if, if I flush it or miss hit it, each one's going to be fine and on the green. That's a great feeling. That's a freeing feeling. So it's just one less thing I have to, to, to think about in the midst of all that pressure. All right. Two things before we let you go. First off, uh, we always ask all of our guests to the bucket list question. Give me one golf course that you haven't played that you want to play and one place that you haven't been that has nothing to, to do with golf where you want to go. That's a great question. All right, so the only place on my bucket list around the world for like a pleasure trip would be Italy. I love espresso, I love pizza, mm. and I love red wine. So I feel like Italy is <laughs> the place for me to go. <laughs> um, and I haven't been, and I don't really like to travel around the world I, I just, it's just not for me. So I, I got one place, it's Italy. So I'm going to take my wife there one day. And then golf course I haven't played that I want to play. I love Link style. And without heading outside of the United States, I'll say Bannon Dunes is a place that I've, I've heard is amazing from everyone who's gone. And I'd love to go one day. That's awesome. Now, Tiger and Phil said they're playing, the, they were talking about the match part two, but they were going to, they were talking about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. So I want to ask you, if Tiger and Phil do the match part two, but you can choose the two celebrities that would go head-to-head, who you picking? Who you want to watch go head-to-head on the golf course? Oh, between them two? If Tiger, and Phil, if, if, if Tiger and Phil play, who would be yeah. your two celebrities that you would want to see go toe-to-toe with them? Oh, uh, well, I'm definitely throwing Steph Curry in there because I'm actually heading up to Davidson right now to play some golf, so i got to throw him in there. And he's a competitor. And honestly, I mean, throw Brady in there uh, because he's – I mean, they're two of the most competitive people in sports, so I'd love to see that. I think my man Steph Curry has the edge, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's like a he's like a plus handicap. I don't know about – I know Brady's pretty good, but I don't know if he's on Steph's level. Mm-mm. Hey, but here's the deal. What I would what I would want them to do is they, they each get – like Steph gets to jump uh, he gets the jump shot with a golf ball anytime he wants. Like if he's in a deep bunker, he gets a jump shot. And then Brady, if Brady's in the woods, he can he can rifle it out of there. He's not spiral. <laughs> so they each get one like shot or throw. That is genius. Like let them play with their strength when they're not playing at yeah. their strength. Hey Webb, exactly. we we appreciate your time, Major Champion, Players Champion. I know you've got a lot of stuff going on with your family, but you made some time for us. We really appreciate it. Stay safe. Yep. 
Yeah, man. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you out on the golf course, hopefully in the near future. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk. Yeah, man. You. Take care talk of that fam. Time. God bless, brother. You too, buddy. See you, man. All right, so you know, Michael, you hit it on the head. Just a, a fun conversation. Uh, you could just tell the guy just lives in his world in a good mood. I know I one wanna... person who's going to be mad at him, though. Who's that? Chris Paul. Why? Because Chris Paul and him are friends from Wake Forest. Oh yeah, Damon Dates. See, and he th- he would rather see Steph play in the match than Chris Paul. So I, I bet Steph's you. Better. Well, yes, yeah, Steph's a better golfer, but if you know Chris Paul, don't think CP three will talk some smack on you. Hey, you know, not show friends, it's show business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm picking, I'm picking the guy that's gonna gonna Who's win the gonna tournament. Get the best program. <laughs> I'm gonna. Who's gonna get me to win? Uh so <laughs> no, we we appreciate Webb. That was a lot of fun. We'll we'll yeah. continue to do this every week. But I, I look, I do want to talk about the the uh, the RNA and and kind of the uh, I don't want to say controversy because it's not a controversy, but whether or not their decision to postpone uh, the Open Championship. Here's my biggest. Uh, I don't want to say I'm, I'm going to try to tread lightly here because of the severity of the situation. But when when they announced Wimbledon. Mm. Was going to be canceled this year, which was is it the end of June? I believe the start date was June 29th. Yes, my it biggest finishes the week. It finishes July and 12th, then, I believe. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the open the, starts. Correct. So my biggest problem with that decision now, and I understand that perhaps athletes, you know, need to play tournaments leading up to it, but it's April 2nd. Why right. did we need to go all the way to June 29th to? to cancel something when we could be fine waiting maybe another month well, to no, see we how this- because we can't that's well, the thing because because there's no reason to give a false sense of hope in something like that i would much rather you be real with me than don't string me along this isn't something where you go okay well we'll just we'll figure out and see where it's at next week no Next week, we're still going to be in the same place. And the week after, we're going to be similar to that for a while. So the two things that struck me about, number one, Wimbledon and the initial report and now the kind of where the RNA walked it back a little bit and what the RNA didn't say. Number one was both Wimbledon and the RNA have insurance on the policy where it's got to kick in by a certain date. Which is why you don't, which is why they didn't use the term postpone and they have to cancel. Cause if you postpone, then you don't get that insurance. You don't collect it, right. It's very similar to Anthony Kim in this, in golf where right. he can't with play the medical. Right. If you want to keep getting that check, you can't tee it up in the tournament ever again. And so obviously by the RNA walking it back, we know that they haven't hit up against that date yet where maybe Wimbledon did. The big picture of it is this, and this is where I'm, I'm so happy Webb said what he said because it mirrored what I've been trying to tell people, even though it, I hear the sigh and the disappointment in their voice when I say this. Do not expect to see golf again until August 1st. And I say August 1st at the earliest. 
And the reason that I say that is twofold. Number one, when you flatten the curve, remember yep. what remember what I used to say about Tiger? Don't wish him to come back real quick because the shorter that we the shorter the time is when he comes back is the shorter we'll get to see him over the long run. That's right. So it's the same with this. By flattening the curve, it means that we're going to have this battle with this virus for a longer period of time. So if you stretch that out over a longer period of time, instead of going, hey, man, if everybody stays home for two weeks, we can all come back outside. No, that's not how this works. So by flattening the curve, it means the same amount of people are going to get this thing potentially. But now the medical industry will be able to deal with it. That being said, if we stretch it out over a long period of time, golf is the first at what? Nothing. They're never the first. So if we're not back to playing any other sports until July, golf ain't going to be the first because golf is not going to be the guinea pig. Like you heard what Webb said about the, the PGA Tour being in contact every single day with the governing bodies. And because of that, like we saw what Jay Monahan went through at the Players Championship. This dude did four he did four news conferences in three days. Yeah. Like you think he wants to be out there like that again? And protocol changed every day. Every day. So it's like there's no chance that the tour is gonna be like, hey man, we're good. Let's go play. While golf is perfect for social distancing, and people are like, Well, golfers can be out on the golf course because they can stay away from one another. And we can just watch that. Well, watch it how. There still has to be camera guys. There still has to be how, where do the camera guys broadcast it to? It's got to go through a truck. Who's running that? Who's driving the truck over there? Who's feeding the camera guy? Who's feeding the truck guy? Who's doing the producing? Who's the director? Like, how is all of this stuff? All of that takes human beings. And it also puts human beings in close proximity to one another. So they're not going to do any of that first. Golf is going to let another sport be the guinea pig. Let's see yeah, what golf, basketball does. Let's yeah, see what golf would fall in line. Yeah. Golf was second to last shutting it down. So they're the not going to be the first to come back. NBA suspended their season. And my guess with the NBA, pure speculation, is that if you get – because now we're starting to see these reports come out with NBA teams that symptom-free – Yes. After some have tested positive, my guess would be that if if the NBA feels like they have a, a, a symptom-free league with players, that they could perhaps play without crowds. That would You're be talking about bubble areas too, where that's there's getting pushed back from that bubble areas. Here's an idea that I thought about yesterday that golf could do. Oh, golf, good. it would be awesome because it would be just like NASCAR. Remember what NASCAR did virtually. Guys like Webb Simpson, yes. So guys like Webb Simpson, Rory, DJ, you name the golfers. Almost all of them have TrackMan. TrackMan has the capability to put a course in there. So imagine. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. You see where I'm going? Now, we can play a tournament, and these guys, you don't even have to be everyone get online at 12 o'clock to play this course. Every guy could play a golf course. You can play three rounds on this golf course. Everybody has to hit the shots, blah, blah, go through the whole thing, then send your round to a central ESPN. ESPN can put everybody's rounds together, and on July 15th, all of those guys now go to a Zoom conference, whatever, and we split the screen up, and these guys watch themselves play a tournament, and now they can talk smack back and forth. 
This is probably the best idea you've ever come up with. Thanks, man. Thank you. The only, the only, the hardest part about it would be putting. But here's where I, I think you beat me to it. I was going to say, but the only snag no, putting. No, not a snag. And here's why. Okay, Think about we- all the shot link information that we have on every single player and every shot they've hit from the time that they've been on tour. So we know exactly what Webb Simpson, his average is from six and a half feet for his career. Well, no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me take one here. Let me add something to this as you walk this through. Yep. You take his statistics from the course that they're playing. Yes. Yeah. Or, and overall as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you specialize. Say they're playing sawgrass. Right. You but take, for a rookie who's never played there before, you just got to take his statistics from correct from, from other place from all over. Let's be clear. We're not going to, in our tournament, we're not allowing rookies, but that's neither here nor there. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but somebody like Victor Hovland, he's playing. I need not him in invited. there. Not invited. Wow. Well, you just got fired as commissioner, my friend. Not, <laughs> you not, not know. invited. No, no, no. If I'm going to do the Michael Collins virtual tournament, I'm doing Brooks, Rory, Ricky, Phil, JT, Webb, JT, Tiger, six. No, Tiger's not invited. What? Not healthy. What? No, man. Look, you care. already know he's got the simulator in his house. I don't care. I don't need to hurt Tiger screwing it up because I need I need on course Tiger. Tiger. Not. He's fine Tiger, now. Tiger's not invited. You are and so that's a lot me to fired, say. right? You are fired. You know why you're saying that? You're saying that because if Tiger doesn't play, then your whole walk-off theory is still holds true. Like, well, how would you know when Tiger's if, if Tiger says he's healthy enough to play, you're still not letting him in? No, no, because I need Tiger for actual tournaments. We don't know when that's happening. Right. So I don't need Tiger doing this. I need yes, Tiger. Yes, he does. In July, he can do this in July if. if if the if the Masters comes back in here, I'll tell you October. I'll, I'll tell you why I don't want Tiger, because Tiger is not good at talking smack when cameras are on him. He's just not. Yeah, but young, see, this is different. The young crew will be great at it. You don't think that JT and Ricky and Phil or virtually will not be talking smack to Tiger? If they're just all on little box, if I'm it's all like Brady Bunch boxes, I'm saying Tiger won't. Oh yes, he will. No, Tiger's too brand conscious. So it's Phil. Phil won't. No, he's even not. Do. No, not not in this. Not in a setting like this. Not in a setting like this. All right, we'll give Tiger an exemption. Will <laughs> you're the one that was trying to get, don't be throwing me under this bus because when you said no Tiger, I was ready to jump through my Skype screen <laughs> and choke you out, man. No Tiger's in. Uh, says the guy who's like, well, the other league no- doesn't work without Tiger. Like this is, well, nothing works without Tiger. But we're that's not playing what, golf yeah. right now. Well, yeah, but virtually this in this scenario, it would be it. It's everything is better when Tiger's kind of in it too. Yeah, and these guys would have more fun with Tiger saying, "Oh man, you can't hit it inside." Your hey, your wedge game virtually is as good as your wedge game is once you came back the first time. Yeah, but see what you're doing there is you're having these guys talk trash to Tiger. We don't know that Tiger would reciprocate. Oh, we yes, think he, that he would. Oh yeah, man, no man, I've seen him talk smack to people. Let's do this. All right, let's get Tiger on the podcast next week. Can you do that? You mean like you got Brooks on the podcast? 
Uh, <laughs> oh, so you're saying, I, you're saying it cleared. I wish everybody could have seen the stare I just gave at Matt. Oh, you mean oh, like so you get, got Brooks on the podcast? With us? Okay. Oh, so I'll get Tiger on Sports Center. That's cool. So I know, because you would. You would get Tiger on Sports Center. Look, what happened with Brooks. See, we what were, happened was <laughs> we were going back and forth about some television shows, right? And I knew that he was doing nothing, and we had just talked about getting some guests on Sports Center because I don't know if you know this, sports aren't going on right now, so we've got to fill a two-hour Sports Center with no sports. <laughs> and so I was like, "Hey, man, you want to? Can you can you Facetime and just do me a solid and Facetime in Sports Center?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can do that." That was it. So you know, look, solid jump on the podcast. <laughs> nope. I don't know how to text that man. It, it keeps spell checking me. But the guy <laughs> from podcast, I put in, I text, can you do me a solid to podcast? And it spell checked that to Sports Center. I don't know how to have it. I'm telling you, autocorrect, autocorrect is the worst. Siri thing. got COVID too. <laughs> Which, uh, the one good thing, I guess the one good thing about everything that's going on is some of the memes and videos. That are out there now are hilarious with everything that's going on. And can I just tell you, this also is proof positive. Teachers don't make enough money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> I don't want to get too political or anything with this economic stimulus package, but I would pass another one just for teachers. Yeah, just a trillion. They should get their own trillion. <laughs> I would have every billionaire and multi-millionaire athlete just donate money to it find five teachers you love and donate money to them be like here's your new salary i would if teachers if i could get all teachers hazmat suits and make the kids go just to keep the teachers safe cool (laughs) 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 only the teachers get hazmat suits and if you don't act right (laughs) man i'm telling you it is challenging to say the least and especially if like I, mine are only 11 and 13 so it's like i got ones that can do things on their own i can't imagine going through this with like a first or a third grader lucky know? for you yeah man. 30 more lucky, days lucky for my kids because i would be like we're gonna find out if that firehouse thing is true just drop them off at the firehouse <laughs> There you go. You can even call them Dalmatians if you want to. I don't spot and spot two. We do what you need. <laughs> no, I ain't been that bad. I still ain't solved my squirrel problem neither. <sighs> well, you've got time. Now I'm trying to figure it out. I'm still right, trying well, to figure it out. Keep us updated on that. We have promised you every week we will come at you with a person from the golf world. Uh, our thanks to Webb Simpson. Our oh, thanks yeah. to you for the download. Hopefully we'll provide you about 40 minutes of some uh, downtime and some laughs. Little did you know today you were going to get Webb Simpson and a special guest appearance from Dr. Fauci and Michael <laughs> Collins. But he's uh, he's a he's a little bit of everything. So this is uh, <laughs> this is yeah. Little did you know that Commissioner Barry was going to go ahead and say Tiger's not invited. You know <laughs> what? I'm rescinding my invite. He's not invited again. I don't like you. It. You have already lost your commissioner card. So. Yeah, it's over. Done. Finished. You know what? I will hire Tiger to be the analyst. I don't want him swinging a club. What? Fair? No. No. He can't be the analyst. If anything happens, how do you feel about this whole Tiger Phil match, too? And are you, huh? I hated it. So I hated the first one. 
person was stupid. I don't necessarily, I don't think it was, well, here's the problem with it. Number one, they weren't, they didn't come out and weren't honest with people in the fact that they were only allowed to have four bets total. Like you got to tell people that if you say these guys are going to be going back and forth, talking smack and gambling with one another, you got to tell people like, yo, the tour only let us have four wagers and that was it. And we wasted one of them before we even swung the golf club before we hit shot number one, which is why when it came down to that last part three, they didn't get to have a bet on that last hole, which was stupid. And number two, right. number two, we all know that when Tiger gets into grind mode, if he's losing, he probably is going to try and do that whole Tiger Woods lock into something. I don't blame him for that. I blame the guy, whoever's down there and walking with the two of them, that's your job to get them to engage. So if Tiger's walking 10 yards in front of Phil, you with the live camera and the microphone, you need to yell up to that dude. But I, yeah, I'm with you, but it doesn't it, like, I feel like you and I feel like I would be a good guy to get to kind of instigate things, but you can only instigate the people that are willing to be instigated. And I don't think those are the two guys. I think you do a match, but I think you find two guys that are notoriously mouthy <laughs> that are willing to do it. I'm but down no, for a match. I, I just don't I just don't want Tiger and Phil again. Well, I, I'm cool with Tiger and Phil again. I don't think that necessarily Brady and Peyton Manning are the two guys where you're like, oh, yeah, this is really going to enhance it. Peyton, That'd be yes. like, hey, Peyton, hey, yes, we're getting some Peyton. vanilla ice cream. What do you want on top of it? More vanilla. <laughs> nah. Peyton would be good. I don't, I don't know that Tom right now would be good because he's still he's got something he's got something more to prove now with a new team. I would pick two other world class players who are notoriously young and mouthy, and I would probably have Phil be the on course reporter. I don't want to see those two again. And I love them both. I just don't want to see it. You think it'd be like Pacquiao Mayweather? They're not gonna. They're not. They are not gonna give us what you gotta understand. Tiger tried. I got. I. I give him credit a little bit. Yeah, Tiger. But after a while, you throw a couple of things out there, and if you don't get nothing back, it's like never mind. Here's what you gotta understand, and you you know this better than anybody. Tiger and Phil are corporations. They're corporations. They're not gonna give us what we want. Find a couple of dudes down the official world golf rankings that are brands, not corporations, that are notoriously mouthy, and let them go at it. Yeah, but they're going to be the first thing. In saying it that way, then, those guys have representation, and you know their agents are going to be like, listen, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything stupid. Okay, then right? why are we doing this anyway? But that's what the point is. Like We got we to gotta do it and put make sure that everyone understands this is the safe space. Yeah, with cameras everywhere. Real yeah, safe. but everyone is under the understanding. Everyone who's watching this is under the understanding. Hey, man, like you can talk smack here like you do back at home and there aren't going to be repercussions because what the players should understand is you're there to do that. You're there to talk smack. So if anyone complains about the smack talking, then the uproar from everyone backing you up after the fact It'd be like if someone stood up and was like, hey, I can't believe that they put on an event and let guys talk like that. You know how many people would come out of the woodworks to be like, why don't you shut the hell up? That was the whole point of the thing. Like that's I. Yeah, but I find it hard. Don't let the minority and the fake fake outrage people who are just looking for, oh, you know, oh, I'm 
you offended me. Wait, you spent 1999 knowing what was going down, and now you're saying you're offended. Shut up. Get get back in the closet. Like I don't, I don't get back in your offense. I'm I'm offended closet. Like, come but on, I man. always, I always find it more difficult for people to act as they normally would when they know they're being put out there. Sometimes, Does that make sense? yeah, like yeah it, sometimes. Like I, I, I would bet there's better trash talk in a normal tournament. Because they don't know that they're yeah. Like if you know you're mic'd up, you feel pressured to say something. Yeah, but it's also the comfort level of then who you're with. Like we did, we did something. I'm not. I won't say the name, but we did something on Sports Center with the player one time, and we mic'd the player up. The cat. We we mic'd up a whole bunch of people, and as we walked off the tee, we all just started talking like we normally would, and it wasn't until we got to the middle of the fairway that one of the players was like, oh, snap. Like, we're mic'd up. And then, and then, then like, you're done. And they looked – well, no, they looked at me and was like, you're not going to run any of that, right? And I'm like, come on, man. You know I'm not running that. The stuff well, see, that what's t- the point? Well, there is stuff, of course, that's going to cross the line. But there's that doesn't take away from the fun stuff you can put out there. But we're also like – this isn't a – this isn't a gotcha. Like, ah, gotcha caught you talking about this on here this and this and stuff and you know of course not. well that's what i'm saying so you just you have to have players that will trust in the fact that you will let fun stuff get out there but also you will edit stuff that would give people a reason to be overly offended or be like oh my gosh like there's stuff that goes on that people know goes on but you don't have to put it out there for everyone to see and with this entire diatribe, you've completely thrown away your great idea from earlier. With the no, it still tournament. works perfect. Because, and here's the thing: is because remember the guys play first; they play virtu- the course virtually first, and, and they comment on it. And, and then we all come together, and everyone's on little split screen boxes. Because imagine, so this is the other cool thing with technology. It was like at the Players Championship, what they were doing this year. You could watch one guy's round all by yourself and just watch his reactions and interactions with individuals. So if you wanted to. So let's say you love Tony Finau. You'd be like, I only want to watch Tony Finau and what he's doing. And you could do that. You would be able to do that and single him out on your broadcast, wherever that could be. Like that would be, see, I'm just, I'm full of good ideas, man. All right. Well, you, you just continue talking. I've got to go. <laughs> I've got I've got, I gotta go, but I'm glad yeah, man, you, work- you need to go get on a plane to get down here and help me because I'm just talking like this to procrastinate walking out there and having to deal with the 13 year old and the 11 year old and going. I know. You know. Hey, did you do this? Yeah, I did it. Well, then how come on here it says? How come on here it says not submitted? <laughs> my uh, my biggest thing is I got to deal with my nine year old yellow lab. That's that's. <laughs> That's my life right now. All right. So we will so uh, we will continue to send the squirrels up to your house. Do it. I'm going to decide which route I want to take him on his walk this morning before it gets too hot. All right. <laughs> for the caddy, Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. Thank you for the download and listener. Thank you to Web Simpson. We'll be back during quarantine life each and every week here on Maddie and the Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.